Oh, we're talking about George Orwell's Animal Farm. If you, if you guys don't know, yeah, I didn't even know that they had a cartoon, dude. So what? So indefinitely until you go to this court case, and how much is the fine that they're hitting you with? Well, dude, I'm facing two counts. Each of them holds a maximum penalty of six months in prison. So I'm I'm facing a year in jail for these two protests. A year in jail. That's insane. Mate, we are back and you're listening to the 5-8 Take, Australia's number one podcast. That's all facts, no fiction. And today we have a special guest with us. The mainstream media might not say you're a special guest, but I think all humans are special. So you're special to me, bro. You're special to me. Um, we got Joe Smoking Joe McHale. Thank you so much for having me, my brother. I really appreciate it. Thank you for coming in, bro. You, like, first first off, before we get into the heat that you're in right now, you got New South Wales <laughs> Premier tweeting about oh. you, lad. You got, like, even her jokes. Of, we'll get into all of that. We'll get into all of that. First, I remember when I first, when I first met you was uh, – Gracie Baha in St. Peter's. I don't think I was there ages. I think it, we we trained a lot together when um, Fabio left. Yeah, Professor Fabio. Oh, when he was just leaving. Yeah, he he. Yeah, so we he was he was there for a little bit, and I think he was just leaving. And then David came in, and you you do the morning classes with David. You were blue yeah. belt back then, I think. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, you've grown and he's sort of started his own uh, Wolf Academy over in Campbelltown, huh? Well, he's working with a bunch of our friends for Wolf Life Academy in Campbelltown. Yeah, right. Yep. But I have a bit of an exclusive for yeah. you, my man, yeah. if, we wanted, if we want to do this. Oh, I'm all about it. Bro, I'm opening up the Save the World Dojo. Um, nah. Branching out and I'm giving you this exclusive today. It seems oh. like the time is right because I'm only a humble Purple belt, and of course, my knowledge is yep very limited. But working with Professor David and some other good friends and former coaches yeah. of mine, I feel uh, my profile and what I've been doing in the community resonates with a lot of people. Yeah, and I want to jump on that. No, that's amazing. We're going to be opening March one, so I'm glad I can share that with you. March first already. How long have you been planning that? You know, man, it's been the seed has been in my mind for a long time. Yeah. But recently with the escalation of my profile and also yeah. seeing on the horizon the fact that I think the lockdowns are going to return and it's going to mm. be uh, a lot of restrictions on the people. I want to be in the position where I have a uh, home base for the troops and be a gym owner so I yeah. can go up against the inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. You need, you need to have like a location for for everyone as well and it's amazing like eddie bravo he i think he he just got his brown belt just before he moved out and opened his own gym so yeah. when he opened up 10th planet and everything like that that he was he was yeah just just coming into so these are you don't have to be a black belt you just you know you you just have to have 
you know, stall and you have someone to, you know, come, people to come and, and join you and help you grow the gym. And I saw you on Subversion. Yeah. And a few others. You've, you've competed in a few now. So, yeah. Is, are you going to have competition-based for it or are you going to just keep it open and the essence of jiu-jitsu? With my crew, it's really going to be more of a comp-based team. We like, you know, Sick. with Professor David training hard yeah. in the morning and make that sort of a comp class. But I've been really buoyed by the success of my boss right now, my mm. man Johnny Lobos. He's, oh, yeah. he's the man who runs Wolf Life Academy and he's a blue belt as well. But he's right. been able to build a lot of success. You know, I think it was uh, Marcelo Garcia in a video that I saw, he yeah. was saying that, you know, people can learn a lot of technique, but they want to go in there for good vibes. And I'm all about yeah. the good vibes, you know what I mean? Somebody who cares about them, who gives honest feedback, uh, the camaraderie, you yeah. know, and uh, that's a niche that I can really fit into, I think. Yeah, like um, Henna, uh, keep it playful. Yeah. He's always saying that when, when you're rolling, just always keep it playful, work hard, train hard. Um, but always keep it playful at all times. Now that's awesome. You're branching out, dude, and going into your. Jo- that's that's Matt. Is David still gonna assist here and there? Or? David's gonna be helping me out as well. Yeah, so it's fantastic. He's been my professor for a long time. Yeah, he's very high level black belt competitor, and uh, he brings a lot of unique things. His type of truck uh, yeah. attacks and all of his lapel work. It's very unique and really. You know, a niche in Australia as well. Some of that squid guard game is out of this world. He's mm. probably one of the best at it in Australia, period, dude. Like, he's he's an animal when it comes to, like, comps and just being a, like, technical black belt in Australia. It's probably one of the best at the minute. But, yeah, it's, it's amazing, dude. I, I feel like everyone moved away from Gracie Baja. Yeah, well... You know, I learned not to, you know, say anything negative. Yeah, 100%. I, I love everyone at Gracie Baja, especially Professor Fabio and uh, yeah. Professor Murillo yeah. and Felipe at Gracie Baja, St. Legends. Peter's. Yeah. But, uh, I saw some different things and that decided, well, it helped me to decide that I wanted to branch out. Yeah. I was also given an opportunity to coach at Wolf Life. So when I was presented with that, then I had to jump on it. Yeah. No, it makes, it makes complete sense, dude. It makes complete sense. And the fact that you're like coming in and tackling, opening up a gym during these times in March, it's a credit to you. Like doing anything with a small business at the minute, like is, is tough. And you can see in a world that like small business owners are suffering at the minute. So credit to you for just taking the leap and just going out and making a place for the community and for people to come. Like that's amazing, dude. Thank you, man. That's really what I'm looking to do. Build a place for the community, you know, and I'm not going to follow all of these uh, restrictions, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I, you know the way that I roll. I don't want to uh, put up with all of these inconsistencies and uh, all this hypocrisy from the government. Yeah. It's, it's absolute garbage and they're actually doing it to stifle small businesses and mm. get people more dependent on the government. A hundred percent. So yeah. that entrepreneurial spirit is very important. Yeah. So, And you're talking... Are you, if the government is to put a lockdown, as you said just then, are you abiding by different rules of this gym or are you just going to, well, like, if they lock down, you're going to lock down? I know, I know you. If you, they lock down, I'm going to defy the lockdown orders. That's yeah, what I want to do. Of course, you know, when jujitsu became illegal last year, mm. we had to 
creatively go underground and do different things. Yeah, everyone had a mat on their backyard yeah. or something and you went to like, yeah, jiu-jitsu went mad underground. Like those that really practiced jiu-jitsu, they knew someone that had like fucking four to seven people in their backyards just rolling. Straight up, my man. And that's what brought my friends and I close Closer, together. yeah. And that's the core crew that's going to be helping me with the gym. Sick, yeah. sick. And with, with the... Because uh, as I understand, you're banned from Parramatta now. Is that a real thing or what's going on there? Banned from Parramatta for Look, a peaceful protest. But run me through what happened, dude. So it was several protests. I was G'd up and my friend said, look, we really should get back on the mic and make some things happen. So I put the call out to the Save the World Army to come out to Parramatta Church Street Mall. Yeah. And they came out about 100 people. And as you know, with my Anzac Day protest, which we'll go into later, yeah. I like to do things that are unorthodox to catch the enemy by mm -hmm. surprise so they can't really predict it. Mm -hmm. So I got about 100 of us with all of our coronavirus is a scam and we won't be muzzled signs yeah. to march through Westfield, Parramatta. And we went to the center court with a, like five levels of people looking down yeah. the stage area. And I was singing out to the people, uh, reaching out in the spirit of love, telling them the government's doing their best to control and enslave them. And we started yelling and chanting to the people to rip their masks off, take them off. Did people do it? Bro, it was amazing. People, like, there were about half a dozen people yeah. just spontaneously ripped off their masks. Like, yeah, it was amazing. What, dude? That's, that's yeah, it's, it's, um, it's interesting how the, first of all, how long was this banned for? It's indefinite. I'm still banned from Parramatta. Fuck, fuck off. I'm going to court on February 23rd and that court case is going to continue and that's part of my bail conditions, not to enter Parramatta CBD. So until that case is resolved. What have they charged you for though, for this case? Man, for the two protests. Well, I, I thought you were about to say slaughter after man. And that like, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? That took a leap. Bro, they would if they could. Yeah. I'm, I'm as clean as a whistle. You know what I mean? But for the two protests, yeah. two of them that I held in Parramatta. Yeah. They are fumbling for something to charge me with. They were fumbling. So they hit me with two counts of breaching the COVID public health orders. Right. Specifically, not having a COVID safe plan for the protests. Did you, uh, it always blows my mind. By the way, um, we have Neil behind the camera and Fatty behind the desk producers. If you guys want to chime in with any questions, you're more than welcome to 100%. Um, did they like, with the, with the protest, did you need to a, apply for that or did you just do the protest? Because I never understood when in Australia how you, you want to protest, but then you need to go and apply and get a permit to fucking protest. It makes no sense to me. That's ridiculous. I've never applied for a, any type of permit because I'm protesting against the government. What am I going to say? Oh, please. Let me, let me protest the hideous things you're doing. Come on, give me a chance. Like, it's ridiculous, like you said. Yeah, I never understood the fact that you have to apply for the permit. Well, maybe maybe there's there's some reasons out there that I don't understand, but if you're going to protest under something that's happening, 
essentially you'd just go protest, wouldn't you? Straight up. But with the COVID laws and these regulations that have come in, that's what they're doing. And that's what the law that they hit me with. Now people have to document it and submit it to the government. So okay. it's a way for them to control the people and say who can have their protest and who can't. Yeah, yeah. This uh, We're just going about to have a huge knock on a camera as Neil just c kicked it. <laughs> but it's it's yeah I, I, dude i never i never understood that and i never understood like you know you have to agree with the police you have to get uh, i understand the courtesy of it it makes sense like it makes sense that there's like we're gonna block off traffic for you and then we're gonna tell the public that they're gonna go this certain direction so they can get to work earlier like those types of things makes sense but then it also doesn't because it is a protest exactly yeah i think of it like sun Tzu: be formless and then strike really fast yeah like lightning i got that book just just over there I oh think. yeah that's oh, actually it's right there sun Tzu: out of war synchronicity man great book have you read this book yeah i have great book also some animals are more equal than others <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the cartoon? It's really good. No, it's like what? an hour-long animated feature. It's it's fantastic. You'll love it, man. Really? It's, it's on YouTube, I think. Oh, we're talking about George Orwell's Animal Farm. If if you guys don't know, yeah, I didn't even know that they had a cartoon, dude. So what? So indefinitely until you go to this court case, and how much is the fine that they're hitting you with? Well, dude, I'm facing two counts. Each of them holds a maximum penalty of six months in prison. So I'm, I'm facing a year in jail for these two protests. A year in jail? That's insane. It's beyond insane, man. For peaceful, like, it's not like you were going out and, like, hitting, you weren't even going out and going against a specific group of people. It's essentially just saying about masks. Bringing awareness. And bringing awareness to it. And... You might be facing a year jail. I am facing a year jail. <laughs> you are facing a year. That's, that blows my mind, man. That is, uh, how, how does that make you feel? I know this is going to happen eventually because yeah. I put myself out there as a leader in the revolution and, you know, exposing the government criminality. Yeah. And I knew it was going to happen eventually, but I'm happy. I mm. know what I'm doing is right. I feel righteous. I know I'm standing for the people. And uh, I know that the righteous will be persecuted, but I don't care. And I'm not going to be intimidated because what the government want to do is they want to stifle me and try and put a dampener on the protest because people are waking up about what's happening. Yeah. But it's not going to happen. If they take me out, more will take my place. You know what I mean? So I'm happy to be on this journey knowing that I'm living my true purpose and helping the people. The righteous will be prosecuted. Bro, that's, that's some powerful words. It was written a long time ago, man. Yeah, that's that's that. that yeah, yeah. No, nah, that's 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 insane. When it's sorry, when was the court case again? A couple of weeks, February twenty three. So if anyone wants to join me, there's going to be a massive media presence, and a lot of my warriors are going to be there having my back as well. And if they want to put me on a spotlight, I'm going to put on a show for them. <laughs> Jeez, talk to them. <laughs> talk to them. <laughs> My brother, it's just completely fraudulent, fabricated, false. It's a fraud what's going on, what the government are doing. And I'm going to keep calling them out. A spade is a spade. And 
They are criminals and they're doing their best to bring a military dictatorship over the entire world and forcible medicine, forcible mandatory vaccinations, and I'm not going to stand for it. And if we, before we get um, further into uh, vaccines and the Anzac Day, which I want to talk to you about, um, what what is like, what saved the world army about? Like, what's your what's your belief and understanding? And let's say you were to get everything accomplished in terms of what you'd like. What does the world look like for people who follow Save the World Army? Well, I've been an activist since 2001 mm. when I found out about 9-11 being an inside job. And then I was at university and I was protesting the war first in Afghanistan, then in Iraq. And over the years, I learned more and more and became more vocal yeah. on the internet. I was doing YouTube shows for you know several years and about four years ago, in fact, 1611 days ago i founded the save the world army and launched operation save the world to coalesce the people who were supporting my message but i wanted to bring about organized resistance because i know that the enemy fears organized resistance so i continue doing what i've been doing protesting uh, reaching out to people doing online streams building the army and we are a peaceful organization who are using all methods and all means available to us to expose the government system and to bring them down and to set the people free. And to answer the second part of your question, what does the world look like? I don't want to be a politician. I don't want to be the prime minister. I don't want to be the president. I'm an anarchist philosophically, so I believe in no government. Anarchy comes from the Greek, uh, a and archons, so no government, no masters, no rulers. I would like a world where voluntarism is the main way that people interact with each other, not coercion, not force throughout, uh, which is the way the government are mm. controlling the people. So you, you, there is no politician internationally that you'd agree with? None, bro. I wouldn't trust them as far as I could hip throw them. <laughs> Had to use a jiu-jitsu reference. So you, you know you're going to get me with the jiu-jitsu <laughs> references, bro. Like <laughs> none, none whatsoever. Zero. Like these politicians are living in luxury uh, while the people are poor, while the people are being abused. They are liars. They're just using the people for their own power and growing fat of the oppression of the general populace. I don't trust not one of them, not one political party do I support. I don't believe in the concept of party politics. It's choosing, it's basically two sheep, or in fact two wolves. Yeah, I don't sheep. believe in two-party politics either. Yeah. The whole system is fraudulent. To say it's corrupt would be an understatement. Uh, corruption is maybe one rotten apple in a barrel but the whole stinking barrel is rotten. And mm. I don't think giving any credence to the system by voting or supporting anyone who may agree with you know some things you believe in, like if someone supports the uh, legalization or decriminalization of cannabis, which I support, yeah, that's great. But I don't support that politician because they still support 
the vaccines. They still support the taxation system and the military complex as well. So have you, you said it, and we'll, we'll get to the attacks that the mainstreams haven't on you and what Gladys even tweeted about you, which I thought was childish as shit. But so you said, you said earlier that 9-11 was when you sort of first started looking at everything. It, was that the point where you were like, this whole thing's fucked? When was it like a Tower Seven thing? Was it a um, uh, angles of the airplane or angles of explosion or just unexplainable like um, uh, so much heat that the building blows up? There's so many things of um, 9/11 that I've tried to look up myself as well to try and make sense of it because it's hard to make sense of that. And then the wars following it, we understand that now it like the wars don't make sense, and we should have never went into those wars. Still there. So, so there there is a a hard hard amount of people that correlate wanting to go into the war to the the attack on essentially its own people, which is what it's called. Um, what in that era? At what point? Because that seems was. Am I right to say that that was the triggering point that in your mind that switched everything and got you onto this path yeah. of the Save the World Army? Definitely, because you know, as a child and growing up as a teenager, I felt that there was something wrong with the world, with the financial system, people having to work and people being exploited, and the military killing people indiscriminately. Yeah. You know, for time eternal, but. It was, you know, so many inconsistencies with the 9-11 story and straight away the attack on Afghanistan and still there killing the people in Afghanistan yeah. 20 years later. It didn't add up. And as I researched more and more, in fact, I was looking at Alex Jones back in the day and he woke me up to a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we won't go too much into him. I don't follow yeah, him at, at all anymore. Really? No, he's a big fat shill, man. He's sold out completely. I think he uh, did a huge bait and switch on his people because for so many years people would tune into his show to he was talking about vaccines, chemtrails, fluoride in the water. and then in around, He doesn't talk about that anymore. Well, in around 2015, he flipped the switch and totally threw his support behind Trump and uh, would profess that Trump was a good guy, the whole QAnon movement where Trump was secretly playing 7D chess. You don't agree with that? You don't no, think that it's absolute garbage. Going back to my point that I made before, yep. Yep. all politicians are the same. Yep. They're all playing a role. Yep. And for people to think that Trump, this uh, dude, is any different, it's it's sad. But Alex Jones was a big part of fooling a lot of people who he had built up a rapport with over the years yeah. by speaking truth and getting them to jump on board the Trump wagon and, you know, it's, it's sad, but like people are all on their own journey, you know what I mean? And I could be wrong about that. I could be wrong about everything. So what was specific about the 9-11 thing that you, you just went, yeah, nah, this isn't it? The building's collapsing in, yeah. you know, yeah. so, so quickly. It would just look like a controlled demolition. It looked like a controlled demolition straight away, and that got me to research all the other aspects. Other aspects? The thermite found the inconsistencies with the 19 hijackers, the finding of a passport... Mm. Uh, etc so many different angles of it some you know even that uh, the planes weren't really there it was a holographic attack and it was just a demolition but i think that was the definitely the entry point for me 
for discovering yeah. that the whole world was false, or at least it got me to admit that to myself. And instead of you know just have been a carefree teenager having yeah. fun, I made a point to go down this path and fight against the system that was doing this. Yeah, it's man, it's it's just. It's hard at the minute because there's so much out there and it, it's like everything is um, sort of flipped on its head to to a certain degree. Like when they say, when they talk about, um, I heard something coming out today regarding the, um, regarding the vaccine that um, uh, like conspiracy, like, do you like the word conspiracy theory? I don't care. The word conspiracy theory was coined by the CIA in the 50s to discredit people who were speaking out against the government. Yeah. So I, I don't mind. It, yeah, I hate that term. <laughs> For some reason, I just fucking hate that term because it's been marketed so bad. Because if you just ask a question of um, something, you're auto- these days it's automatic conspiracy theory. Yeah, man. Like period. If you go against the norm. Yeah. So it's, it, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just such a bad term. So, like, even today, I think they were talking about these passports, right? Um, yes. And and you were even on the news today. It was come out that people getting the vaccine, there's certain countries that are now accepting them uh, in terms of travel. But then, on the other hand, there's also news comes out that these vaccines are getting developed and they're still in development. And then there's news that comes out that. It, it's not going to get you out of lockdown. You're still going to be in lockdown for quite some time. So then it, it's, that's what I mean. It's flipped by its head. It's like where like one, one outlet saying, all right, you're going to be able to travel if you get the vaccine. This other outlet saying, well, we're still going to be in lockdown if you're going to get a vaccine. Then you got this other outlet saying, oh, the vaccine is still getting developed and we don't know where it's at. There's so much there. How do you know how to cipher through it? The government are liars. Everything they say, everything that comes out of the media is a lie. If they tell you the vaccine's good, the vaccine's bad. If they tell you to do A, you want to do B. You know what I mean? Mm. They have no credibility. Like, huh? why would anyone give any credence to people who have lied time and time again, like the reasons for going to war in Iraq, uh, the weapons of mass destruction, Saddam Hussein? They have no ground to stand on. But what they're doing is trying to confuse the people it's a psychological operation where there's so much conflicting information that people are bamboozled and they feel like they don't know where to turn so they become introverted and they submit so Mm -hmm. they'll just go along with whatever happens because there's a different restriction here as to yesterday if you go to queensland it's different if you go up to the northern beaches you got to wear a mask or there's three people at your house instead of five yeah it's designed so people have no ground to stand on and destroy them psychologically and just confused in general. Yeah. Like the whole sneeze on your elbow, but bump your elbow. <laughs> I, got, I got no words for some of their stupidity, man. <laughs> but it's the same. They Now if you wear like two masks, it's better. Or three masks. Or if you just like put a garbage bag over your head, you're 98% <laughs> likely not to get the coronavirus. It's just madness, man. So I don't give any uh, credence to anything that they say. And... It's very easy for the people to see the lies because the government is spending $24 million, $24 million or $24 billion advertising the vaccines that are coming up. 
And for someone to sell something that hard when they're giving it away for free, it shows how bad it is. And already with the coronavirus vaccine, 501 people have been reported as dying right after getting the vaccine. This is from the US government. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. More than 10,000 adverse events, people getting paralyzed, their faces scrunched up with Bell's palsy, so many other different things. And this is on top of the years and decades where thousands of people have been injured, paralyzed, sterilized, and thousands of people have been killed on record, admitted by the US government. They paid out compensation to these people to the tune of more than $4 billion. Can you check the, what's the government, how much is the government 24 million. paying? 24 million? 24 million, yeah. Come 24 on. million the government spending on COVID, uh, what, sorry? Vaccination. So the federal government. Marketing um, and everything like that. Yeah, just click on. The advertising budget. Right, right. 24 million advertising budget. I guess, yeah, that makes sense in Australia. I thought you'd have cost more than that. Yeah, like when. That's why I wasn't sure if it was million or billion. I'm like, yeah. yeah, that's that's interesting. So the government is spending almost 24 million to convince us to accept a COVID vaccine, but its new campaign actually work. But will the new campaign actually work? Never. <laughs> Not gonna happen, man. Because like they're they're pumping this. They got spending all the money. Um, you know, one guy with my phone streaming on Facebook, and people recognize the truth. If, even if people uh, accept this because they're too scared to face reality and fight back against what's going on. Yeah. Real eyes realize real lies, my man. And True. Anyone with the guts to face reality can see something's not right. Mm. So it's, yeah, go ahead, Neil. I was just going to ask a question. Yeah, go ahead. So what is the answer? Like, Is there an answer that you may know or may know of? To, to whether the vaccine uh, should come out or... Do you believe that virus exists? In the end, it doesn't matter if it exists or not. Like it's being used as a pretext, as a vector to implement the locking down of the people, the tracking, tracing, control of the people, the complete re-engineering of society. Bro, imagine in 2019, you told someone everyone in Sydney would be wearing masks, that would be locked down. They'd think you were crazy Nuts, yeah but they've changed the way the world works and driving acceptance up, yeah driving over here today even though the masks aren't mandatory people are wearing them like walking down the street riding their bikes no matter whether the virus exists or not like it's irrelevant the key point is the government using this as a way to control the people more than ever before joe do you believe in vaccines definitely not vaccines have never helped anyone Vaccines contain mercury, aluminium, pig viruses, monkey viruses, chicken viruses. Vaccines are made from aborted fetuses. There's not one good thing about a vaccine. Vaccines are deadly. And I got nothing good to say about them. But, okay. Because, like, there's a lot of things that I, like, I agree with you on. And then, like, that particular one, it's, it's so, like, but then... Like in back in the day when we had like diseases and everything, and then like you you get a little scratch on your leg, and then you have to amputate that leg, or you get like a, a bit of sick and you die, and then um, like because my sentiment like is that back in the day like these 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 have like vaccines has helped us a lot, 
I just understand that this particular vaccine, this particular thing is um, is seems artificial. And as you said before, um, real like you, people see real shit. And to me, the real shit is like it, it, I I get that side of things. But so you throw all vaccines out of the window. There's never been a good vaccine. Human bodies aren't made to be injected with a cocktail like this intravenously. It's just not natural. And like That's I said- That's true. I can't argue with that. It's not natural. We are not meant to have aluminium and mercury injected into our bodies. And we see the prevalence of autism. We see the prevalence of people with so many autoimmune issues, with asthma, with so many allergies. This is going through the roof. And you make a good point how diseases back in the day were rife yeah. and so much more prevalent. Yeah. But if you look at some other- documents and research the decrease in those diseases is because of sanitation living conditions yeah improved plumbing people mm. washing their hands things like that but for people to say that vaccines have for example eradicated polio it's not the case because now people still get polio but they give it a different name in fact they get the polio from the polio vaccine more than 47,000 children in india were paralyzed through the polio vaccine, and how many? How many? Ki- uh, ki- uh, yeah, can you look that up? Yeah. Yep. Sorry, say that again for Neil to just look up over there. Forty-seven thousand children, India, paralyzed vaccine, and you might throw Bill Gates in there for good measure. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, bro. What's everyone's hate beef with Bill Gates, bro? Bill Gates. What's going on? Oh, uh, this is what. So, first of all, he's he's he did the whole computer, and then you know he he made computer viruses so he can sell the solution to the computer virus. That's one. Like Bill Gates, you're a little sneaky there, bruh. You're a little sneaky there. Now he's all over the medical industry, and he's also now into the farm industry. He's bought a shitload of land yeah, to control sort of the operations of food. Um, and a lot of investments in a lot of that area. But what's the beef with everyone in in with Bill Gates? Bill Gates with his Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, they fund so many vaccine projects and are behind injecting so many children, especially in Africa and uh, the subcontinent, mm. with these deadly vaccines. And also in partnership with another organization called Gavi. He is working with the world. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I his work the acronym. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, that's exactly. fine. That's fine. But he's working with the World Health Organization, spending billions and billions of dollars to ensure that children are copying these vaccines. Mm. And it disgusts me. This guy's not a doctor. He has no medical training. And see, I, that's how I don't get that. Like, I don't get the part where he's always on the news and they're asking him about like serious, like bacterial, like questions. And it's like, mate, like get a fucking doctor on. Yeah, like, exactly. What's he doing? Yeah, I get that. Yeah. And this guy's smiling when he's talking about the coronavirus. But I, I say it straight up. Yeah, that I'm not, hurts. My life is not going to be affected by some stupid nerd who wants to rule the world. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Like this guy's a stooge, and <laughs> his dreams of world conquest are not going to happen. Same for everybody who uses, you know, nefarious means to oppress the people. They're going to lose, and the people are going to win in the end. Mm. Yeah, seven hundred fifty million. Dollars to set up a Gabby in 1999. The foundation is the key Gabby partner in vaccine marketing, uh, market shaping. So the Bill Gates and Melinda, uh, Melinda uh, Gates Foundation. 
There you go. 750 million set up the Gavi in 1999. You're not wrong. Yeah. Just real quickly, the polio as well. Yep. Um, yeah, so the vaccine. Uh, yep, so Bill Gates Foundation tested the polio vax in India between 2000 and 2017 and uh, paralyzed 496,000 children. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Wouldn't, bruh. So many people, and in Australia too, man, I've known families whose children have been affected heavily by these vaccines. There's one, one of our warriors, Chase. Mm. I know his family very well. We had a campaign several years ago because he was kidnapped, uh, medically kidnapped by the government because he was a victim of vaccine injury with uh, severe epilepsy and he would have you know several hundred seizures a day and his parents managed to stop those seizures by getting him on a... CBD oil? Yeah, an organic, uh, raw diet, diet vegan yeah. diet, and with full-spectrum cannabis oil, not just, TH, uh, not just CBD oil. Yeah. And he was able to completely eliminate the number of his seizures. He was kidnapped from his parents. He was stolen from them by the government and held in a uh, foster facility for several months while we campaigned to bring Chase home. And I remember very clearly all the people working so hard to make that happen. And it's so terrible because the children are being injured by these vaccines and the thing that can help them, which in which is cannabis, is denied. Illegal. Fuck, man. That's, yeah, that's insane. Like, so, and was he fine before he had the vaccine? And then... Yes. As far as I know, I don't... No, of yeah. course, all his personal history. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see this, I have so many friends like through jiu-jitsu as well, um, you might be watching right now, who told me like his son developed autism right after getting the vaccine. And the story repeats itself time and time again. I was injured by a vaccine. If I don't wear my contact lenses or glasses, my left eye is cross-eyed. When I was four years old, I had a vaccine and ran a very high fever and was rushed to the hospital. And then after that, I had my left eye that was crossed all the time. Yeah. I had to wear glasses. It's uh, called strabismus, uh, specifically esotropia. Yeah. And a lot of people have this if they have like eyes that are bugged out or they keep twitching like Ryan Hall, that may be a, a kind of vaccine thing. <sighs> That's, but yeah. It's a heavy metal going into your brain causing massive problems. Dude, that's, yeah, that's, that's in, insane. Insane. If you know Ryan Hall is obviously an amazing fucking Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner. Uh, fantastic. One of the best out there at the minute. Um, so why, why do you feel like I know there are plenty of people out there that's currently campaigning, um, you know, against lockdowns internationally. There's, there's millions of people out there campaigning at the minute. If you... If you follow mainstream media, you probably don't know the police in France has now uh, built their own coalition and that coalition is in support of the people. The police themselves has said uh, to the government, I know you guys pay us, but you can stop paying us. We are for the people and supporting the people against lockdowns and small businesses because these small businesses, men, like a lot of them, this is, that's, that's, the thing that I feel most about 
is the small business. The people that have never done anything wrong, that follow exact directions, has not broken a law and just want to make a fruit and veg shop for their community. Like that's the, the, the essence of being is to do that. Yes. And they're getting absolutely demolished and torn down. So that's that's my personal beef with this entire thing. Um, I'll always back them, no matter what. Like I will always back anyone like that's a small business owner and uh, helping the community a thousand percent. So there, there's things all internationally of like protests happening, millions of people. Why do you feel like the mainstream has come after you so heavily? And for the people that don't know, uh, do you want to explain to them what happened after the Parramatta protest? I was visited a couple of times by the cops. First, to give me a ban notice from Westfield, Parramatta. And then a couple of days later, to arrest me, take me to the station. They held me for about two hours and eventually charged me with these two counts of breaching the COVID health orders. They have come after me because of the impact that I've had, because of the creative and unorthodox protests that I've held that have really resonated with the people. Mm. And they are trying to stop the movement in its tracks the same way they're spending that $24 million to push their propaganda out there. They want to stifle any dissenting voices. And I'm the loudest that I can see. Yeah. Well, you you are now all over their radar. Like uh, they've Channel Seven, Channel Ten, Channel Nine, all plastered you, and then and it, it it tripped me out because like I've known you from the jiu-jitsu community, and I'm like, he's such a fucking lovely bloke. Like he's just decently cares about people. So that's when I that's when my complete. Like, obviously, I'm already a critical thinker in myself, so I don't take things at face value. And then when I saw that entire smear campaign, I was like, this is a complete campaign. Like, they've they've actually plastered, yeah, there's, there's you right there. So, Channel 9, anti-Marks processor says, nobody has died from coronavirus. So, do you want to explain that? When you say nobody has died from coronavirus... What do you mean instead of them instead of them got their own narrative? What do you mean when you say that? All these people who are getting put down as dying from coronavirus, they have pre-existing conditions. And I spoke to a doctor today, one of my teammates, and man, people were telling me and they continue to tell me that the incidence last year especially of heart disease yeah. went down and the mortality from heart disease went down mortality from diabetes went down the mortality from uh so many other things went down the influenza mm. and they were all replaced by covid coronavirus the hospitals are getting paid for every diagnosis of coronavirus, coronavirus yeah. and for every death and it is just designed to give people the impression that there's some kind of worldwide pandemic but you you and me know when we walk down the street it's that's not the situation there aren't mm. people dropping dead everywhere. It's to create a state of fear and they're cooking the numbers. Mm. I find like I find it I did see that there's no more flu. 
I did see if you go to the World Health Organization uh, website and you look at influenza, influenza has completely disappeared for the first time in history. Um, but is do you think this is due to people not traveling or do you think it's a straight lie? Old-faced lie. It's just been renamed coronavirus. What are the, some of the stats that we have there, Neil? Uh, I'm just looking at all the um, – sorry, just trying to look for – Deaths in last year. I did see that the CDC did come out and say that I think it's 130,000 cases um, are being reversed in America um, at the minute. So uh, because they they did draw – CDC is supposed to be the golden standard of America um, and outside of WHO, who's the International uh, World Health Organization. And the CDC, as the gold standard of America, has now come out and are trying to split up the numbers. It's weird because in that um, Elon Musk was on the Joe Rogan podcast last May, and that's what he was preaching during the podcast. He was saying he because he got asked, "What's the first thing that we should do?" Like Joe, Rogan asked him, and then he's like, first thing is." clean up the numbers. They're completely incorrect and they're not right. That isn't the right death toll and those aren't the right people that are dying from coronavirus. That was what Elon Musk said. What do you think is the first thing that we should do right now? If let's say, let's say you were to be like, I know you don't like government and you want a complete government to, to end specific, like completely. But let's say if Scott Morrison came up and said, Joe, what would you like us to do? I would tell him to take a long walk off a short bridge. (laughs) 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 My guy going in right now. Jeez. (laughs) These people are mass murderers. And if I could click my fingers and have a solution, it would be the people storming the parliaments and forcing these international criminals to resign and to dismantle all the testing, dismantle all of these lockdowns to draw back the police state that has been built off the back of this scamdemic. Nothing that the government can do can fix anything. The government is the problem. Mm -hmm. It's like the fox guarding the hen house. Uh, Any action that they take is just going to be to further their agenda, which is the agenda... 2030 plan to massively you'll be happy and you own nothing exactly yeah yeah and they want to destroy private property they want to destroy people's ability to defend themselves they want to have everybody living in these smart cities tracked and traced and controlled by the 5g towers with all of the bush areas being off limits to them they want to control all the food like you were talking about with bill gates they want to control every unit of energy that you consume with the smart meters, it's nothing less than a plan to control every single human, animal, mineral on the earth. Now, so I've tried to sit back and assess the stage in humanity that we're at right now and assess from a micro perspective of where we've been and where we're going and what, for me, what I see, and I, I want to get your perspective on this. 
what I see is that we had the first industrial revolution, which was cars, and that, that created jobs. We had the second industrial revolution, which is mining and everything else that created jobs. We had the third industrial revolution, which was computers and it created coding, created a website, digital marketing, created jobs. Right now, yeah, and podcasting. Right now, we're at the fourth industrial revolution, which we understand it to be automation and we understand it to be AI and it, the World Economic Forum themselves has come out and said that we're depleting 10 times more jobs and, than we're creating and that is going to grow at a rapid rate and we understand that we, we can't – right now we, we, we can't sustain with the amount of people that like I'm trying to bring logic to to all of this to yeah, the yeah. craziness, so we we can't sustain with this many people on the planet. So the conservative view of the one one person dying per one thousand vaccine, and that's an extreme conservative uh, number. It's it's obviously much more than that because we see a lot of people dying per day. Um, the world. Economic Forum themselves has said that it's 124 million deaths by the time everyone is vaccinated. The most conservative low number that you can possibly have. And that in essence will wipe out enough people for us to be at this automation level. Now me, I've never been the person that was um, really uh, looked at population control conspiracy theories. I don't I don't understand it too much, but this is just what I see looking in logically from an like bird's eye view of everything. Do you feel that's the case or what do you feel this is if it's not that? And we've seen, we've seen multiple countries around the world at the minute uh, have blackouts and everything. And we understand I, the, the 5g aspect, that's a whole nother conspiracy theory in itself that, I haven't completely looked at, but because I've been in IT and sort of understand certain specific, like aspects of it, yeah. I understand that to operate at an automation level and at an AI level, we do need to expand our yeah. infrastructure. And it's not about your your little YouTube video learning, uh, loading fucking 13 seconds faster. It's Smart more cars. about, yeah, it's more about the grid and, and the systems itself to operate this entire automation thing so when i look at that i understand it's inevitable for humans to go that way i just always seen different uh, aspects of things do you feel the same way do you feel like this is the direction that we're going should we be going in this direction what would you say is the right steps to take at the minute it's being pushed in this direction by very wealthy individuals who have been consolidating their consolidating their power for many years and decades we don't need ai there is so much room on this earth all of the population of the earth could fit in australia comfortably they would have enough you know land yeah i heard all the population of the world can fit in texas can you look that up neil just double check that bro the government are pushing forward a scarcity 
mentality saying that there's not enough room for everybody there's not enough food for everybody uh, there aren't enough jobs for everybody but they are living using the resources of so many different people and they are pushing forward so many different population control measures and population control is a euphemism for murder it's straight up killing people and they are doing this through all the poison in the water the air the medicine the food denying real medicine to the people pushing all of these pharmaceutical antidepressant things that are getting people to have so many health problems it's written and they have their plans written in stone in georgia the georgia guidestones if you want to look sorry what the georgia guidestones what's that what's that i don't know what that is so neil can look that up and i'll explain yep many years ago many decades ago these massive granite monuments were erected in georgia in the united states with these 10 commandments written out in uh, all different languages i think seven different languages and it seems to be the agenda of the world government system and the first one is to keep the human population under 500 million sorry does this actually say on a stone in georgia Boom. To keep the world population. What, dude? (laughs) Go through the rest of them. It's Yeah, I'm just trying to go. All right, there we go. There's the 10. So on the stones are 10 instructions. Can you scroll up a little bit so just I can scroll up, please? Yeah. Yeah. In Albert County, Georgia, there's a set of stones called the Georgia Guide Stones. They were put there in 1979 with a set of 10 guidelines in eight modern languages and four dead ones carved onto the slabs. And the stones read, uh, Commandment 1, maintain humanity under 500, is that million? Million Million in perpetual balance with nature. Guide the reproductive wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Unite humanity with a living new language. Rule passion, faith, tradition and all things with tempered reason. Protect people and nation with fair laws and just courts. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Avoid Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Number eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Number nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Ten, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature and leave room for... Nature, again, it says nature twice. That doesn't really make sense. But yeah, you're right. Number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. But we're up to 7 billion. If you do some quick math, that means they want to kill more than 90% of us. Jesus, bro. That's a dark thought, man. (laughs) Heavy duty, man. And that's why it's rare to find people who think critically like yourselves. So Mm. many people can't face the darkness. Because it's so overwhelming. Yeah, it is fucking overwhelming. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, bro. Uh, to think that, you know, the people who are pretending to be to take care of you, who are running the police, who are running the whole world, are in fact psychopathic, murderous, pedophiles. It's more than most people can take. I will take- say um, the rest of those things sound pretty cool. 
They're made to sound pretty cool, but they are in alignment with the United Nations Agenda 2030. I actually think some of the things there that, you know, to do with nature and uh, like the 500 million thing is pretty scary. The rest of them are incongruent with any globalist agenda in my book because the globalist agenda relies on the technocracy. It relies on the advancement of, of capitalism and more and more and more, right? And the rest of those things, seven out of eight, if I'm not mistaken, sounds all right. Are more grainy, more lefty, and I would, if I had to take a stab, I'd say the 500 million is probably a standard back in the past where we didn't have the ability to sustain the rest of us and and to live in pure harmony with nature. Maybe that's the like recommended aim. I wouldn't, yeah, necessarily tie that in with a globalist agenda. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. It goes back to what I was saying before, how they want to use technology and bring people into the smart cities while at the same time making it illegal to live in the bush while making those uh, government uh, red zones or rewilding, like in the uh, United Kingdom, they are rewilding so much farmland, pushing the people off the farms and stopping them from growing food so they can be at one with nature. But it's not the people having access to these lands. They are being restricted from them and yeah it can sound good some of those things but when you look into how it's being implemented and how they are for example i think uh the second one control people's reproductive health and how they are pushing abortions and you know killing so many children before they're born uh, each one of these things and they might, they might sound right but they are more nefarious once you look more into them do you know what i hate about all this is that anything is arguable. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Like, uh, I've been vegan for six years, you know what I mean? I think it's really healthy, but there are studies that show it's not healthy. Yeah, I did a meat diet, yeah, um, there are only that, meat, and I've that's the best I've ever felt in my life. Yeah, bro, I was about to say that. There are studies that a carnivore diet is better, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I say to the people out there, like, I'm never going to 100% prove like 9-11 was an inside job. I'm never going to 100% prove that the vaccines are killing so many people. But I know what where it's at and I'm no dummy, you know what I mean? And yeah. I, I trust my instinct and I can see a worldwide genocide agenda when it's happening. When it's happening. And um, so Gladys tweeted your face and she said, too long between appointments with the beautician, dot, 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 dot. What did you think when you saw the Premier of New South Wales putting up a photo of you and then essentially like being so childish to go at your looks? Trying to bully me. Yeah, trying to bully your looks. Like that's thought she'd be a little bit more mature than that. And, you know, I didn't want to go down this path, but I like to call a spade a spade. Yeah. This creature looks like she was born in the ugly tree, <laughs> hit every branch on the way down, and then the tree fell on her face. <laughs> <laughs> and she tried to attack the way that I look. <laughs> <laughs> My man's just going in. Oh, jeez, bro. <laughs> this is what a real man looks like, but it's interesting how she would try and say that when she misses her beauty appointments, she looks 
like me. Anyway, I don't even think she wrote that. I think it's her team of publicists, yeah. social media crew. It was just a pathetic attempt to uh, make a joke and try and seem cool yeah. with, some, with some younger people. Yeah. The majority of the comments are massively calling her out for being a bully and using her political position to attack an innocent man. But there are some comments on oh, there. Oh, did you reply to her? Oh, I did, yeah. Oh, so, so you replied. Should, should, should I read this? Yeah, yeah, you read it. Can you, can read you, zoom, it. In, can you zoom in a little bit, please? Zoom, do, do the yeah. two fingers. Two fingers. Might be able to zoom. There oh, you go. yeah. There we go. Would you reply? So this she said, she said, too long between appointments with the beautician and she had a photo of Joe up. And you responded? I said, Gladys Berejiklian. Horse emoji. <laughs> Your face is an outward expression of the hideous crimes that you commit against humanity. I, th- I think on her Facebook, I think on her Facebook, I made a more detailed, uh, more savage reply. So right. check it out if you yeah, want. I was banned off Facebook. Did you know that? Oh, really, bro? They this is this is what they said to me. I just like, tagged you in something in Facebook. I tagged then. No, no, no. So I had to make a new uh, – so I've been banned on Facebook about four times and then my missus went outside my IP and then she um, made this account called David Clark. If I get banned on Facebook again, Fadi, because you just blew my Sorry, fucking little thing up, I'd be I pissed, you, I lad. I told you to spill the beans though, bro. Come on. <laughs> that's true. That's true. I sort of walked myself into that one. But um, this is what they said. So this is my Facebook before, my original Facebook. You have made use, you may have used Facebook in a way that our system considers unusual. Even if you didn't mean to. You can post again in 17,457 days. So 47 years they gave me. Outrageous. 17,457 days. Hey, Facebook is very confident thinking they'll still be around in 47 That's years. what I say, bro. That's what I say. 100%. Oh, 100% on that one. It's fucking ridiculous. They're about to be a utility apparently. What? That's what I've been hearing. They, they want to make, they wanna make uh, social platforms a utility like Instagram and so like well, a human right basically. Well, they should start with the internet. Because when you move into a new place, like it, a internet isn't a utility. The landlord doesn't have to have your fucking apartment or house wired up with the internet. That up to you. is insane <laughs> to me. Like that should be a utility period. I don't know. That's, that's, that's just my thoughts. How long have we gone on before we get to the digital streets? Uh, we had an hour, man. An hour? All right, we should get into the digital streets. Um, so, my bro, so this, this is it actually, before we get to the digital streets, is there something that we've missed so far? Is there something that you got coming up? Um, obviously, the new gym on the 1st of March. Uh, we'll be happy to promote that with you as well. And, um, yeah, is there anything other, anything that I've missed uh, that you haven't got out because the main reason that I wanted to get you on, you were meant to come before a, a little while ago yeah. and we just didn't get the right times in. And um, then I saw the entire smear of the of the mainstream media going at you wholeheartedly, but I know myself that you do have a kind heart 
from what I like what I've spoken to you when we used to roll and everything like that. So I know it's it's in it's in the right place and it's just like there's there's so much going on right now that you know anything can get twisted. So I did want to have you on to just give your side of the story and uh, whether people agree with it or not, at least it's out there. And as, especially for our listeners, the 5'8", um, 5'8 is an Australian slang term, uh, which means your your brother, your partner in crime. Uh, it's used across prisons and it's been around for a long time. That's what we dedicate the show to be. And we always want to give uh, voice to anyone period. Whether we agree or don't agree or we have different perspectives, we want to talk it out. I'm very much against free speech. So is there something that the, I haven't come across or I didn't cover that the the mainstream has gone at you and you haven't been able to give that speech out and speak I'd like about? To, I'd like to thank you for giving me this platform and for having the courage to have differing voices because no two people are going to agree on everything. Yeah. But I don't trust people who've lied to me in the past mm. and the government just lies time and time again. And so I don't trust them and I'm going to continue to call them out. But personally, uh, people should know that I'm the two time, two time Guinness world record breaker. <laughs> yeah. Talk that shit. I forgot. I forgot. The first ever human being to DJ for seven days straight. And I remember we can even pull up that video if you like. Yeah. Or, yeah let's do it. I remember I attempted that world record once in 2011 and I DJed for five and a half days, but through a technicality, it wasn't official. It didn't count. I didn't get the official Guinness world record. And that was very deflating, as you can imagine, being awake for that long. But I went back to the same club, Empire Hotel in the Cross, a year later in 2012, and I broke the official record, got the certificate on the spot from the adjudicator. And I did that even all the way back then, I remember. I did this to send a message of love to the people around the world. And I did that back then because I knew I would be here now mm. leading the revolution, leading the people against this draconian government. And I wanted to do something that no human had ever done before, something extremely challenging. So it would fill me with a confidence mm. because I know we're on a very long, dangerous road. Yeah. But anytime I feel any type of doubt, I'm like, man, I can do anything. It's been done before. I've done the impossible mm. and we're going to do it again. We may have the odds against us, but we are going to win. But specifically coming up on the 20th of February nationwide and worldwide as well. There is the millions March against mandatory vaccination. And I will be speaking. Man. You I, spoke at Hyde Park as yeah, well, yeah. With uh, George, uh, what's his name? Romeo Georges. Romeo Georges. And yeah. Thanos. And Thanos, as well, yeah. And all several other wonderful yeah. warriors, Mikophobic and uh, Brady Gunn and Lockie Kavanagh. My crew, my people. Bro, can I tell you something? What's that? I'm supposed to speak on the 20th at Stand in the Park, at um, the Millions March in Sydney at Hyde Park. But the boys and I had planned, booked our accommodation to go to this uh, comp up in Byron, the jiu-jitsu comp, the Australian Open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we went to the comp last year. It was so good. So I have to make a decision whether to go to jiu-jitsu or to stay in Sydney and protest and speak. But I've, it's crazy because I've been contacted by the organisers of this protest in Brisbane and Coffs Harbour who've asked me to speak there. At each of them as at well. At each of them. Fuck. But... 
my people are in Sydney and I may have to cancel uh, going up to Byron, which is a little bit disappointing, but it's just a small thing. The people are being abused and brutalized and children are being raped by this pedophile government system and, you know, little sacrifices, nothing. And just because, just before we get to uh, Digital Streets, uh, which is, you know, our segment, and we want to get your thoughts, especially on these, the most trending um, items of this this week. Um, I'd, just to touch base, what happened on Anzac Day? So you're not a patriot whatsoever. Do you believe in patriocy or you just don't believe in the wars that was fought Patriotism, <clears throat> patriotism is nationalism, basically a, a pride in one's country. And there's a really tremendous book. People should check it out. It's Power Versus Force. And okay. it talks about a scale of human consciousness. And right down the bottom is guilt and shame. And then it goes to fear, mm. pride, acceptance. And then it moves up to reason and then love and joy and peace and enlightenment top like right at the top is like a jesus or a buddha level yeah when people are down in the lower levels of the emotional scale it's not beneficial for them it does not beneficial to others people need to rise above and of course it sometimes if people are living in shame Mm -hmm. and they feel a sense of pride that's a boost for them you know what i mean they're going a level up so when they when people have shame about themselves and they're given something to feel proud about, like their country. They, yeah. they feel better. They f- feel an emotional boost. But when you go above to the levels of peace and joy and love, you see that pride holds you back. Pride differentiates the people. It makes it us versus them. And I'm definitely not a patriot, but there are many Save the World warriors who are patriots and identify as that. And, and that's cool. There are people in the Save the World Army that are Muslim, that are Christian, that are Jewish, that are homosexual, uh, homosexual. But we're all people, man. In the end, we're all just like brothers and sisters and I don't want to discriminate Mm -hmm. against anybody. And I feel it's just the most important thing for the people to come together. So on Anzac Day 2017, I had already been doing my YouTube videos for many years and I was frustrated because I saw the enemy's machine rolling on and I wanted to do more. I wanted to reach more people. I really wanted to be a leader. Mm -hmm. And so... I thought to myself, how can I, one man, raise my voice to make international headlines without using violence? A leader or a martyr? Definitely not a martyr. I don't want to be a martyr. Okay. I, I want to live to 150 years old, man, yeah. without the aid of you know <laughs> microchips and, and, and biohacking. Yeah. But I, I love life. You know, yeah. I have no desire to you know be a martyr. Yeah. But I want to be a leader. Mm-hmm. I know that I. Everyone has all these different skills, and I know that I have leadership skills i know that i have some oratory skills i know that i can uplift people and motivate them and inspire them i've seen this you know throughout playing sports when i was younger throughout my dj career and moving forward so the idea occurred to me like a flash if i can go down to the dawn service on anzac day and interrupt their minute of silence that will make international headlines and it did so i went there with one of our warriors focused unity i'll always remember that and he was live streaming as i did it and yeah man when the bugle stopped playing and the crowd went silent i yelled at the top of my lungs the courageous will never be silent as long as these wars 
continue senseless violence, stop the wars, bring peace to the world. And I was attacked heavily. A lot of people, you know, got a lot of death threats, you know what I mean, which is crazy because the cops were uh, heavily watching me. They, It was crazy, bro, because I was at the peak of my DJ career. After the world record, I was, you know, traveling around the world. I played in Ibiza, Indonesia, England, uh, New Zealand, all over the country. Sick. Yeah, man, it was a mad life. But when I did that protest, the police commissioner of New South Wales, who's still the commissioner, Mick Jabba the Hutt Fuller, <laughs> uh-huh. this yeah. guy went on a current affair or one of those stupid shows where they did a five-minute hit piece on me. He called me a terrorist on national TV for my peaceful protest on Anzac Day and said on that same show that they were starting a brand new anti-terrorism unit, the fixated persons unit, because of me and I'd be the first one being surveilled by them. So because of what he said, I was blackballed from every club and pub in the country. Like I was, I went from having like so many gigs to only a couple places that would, that would book me. And they all told me to my face, it's because of what you did on Anzac Day, you, you piece of, you know what? What was that Daily Mail headline? Can you yeah, bring I it was back? Gonna show, was gonna show. Do you regret it at all? If I could take it all back now, I wouldn't. I would have done more things <laughs> that people said that I shouldn't. <laughs> For real. Like, I'm so glad I did what I did because it took a lot of balls, man. Like, all these veterans around, like, you know, in uh, Martin Place, about 20,000 of them. And I totally disrespected their most sacred, day. solemn, yeah, not only day, but 60 seconds. It's just, they just want you to be silent just for those 60 seconds. Oh the, yeah, you did it during the, the 60 minute of silence. But I did that for the most impact. I knew it would take the most courage, but I knew that's what would be needed to place myself as a man who follows through with what he says as a man of action, not just somebody who just talks smack about the government on the internet uh, yelling at clouds. I want to show people that I walk the walk and talk the talk and that's positioned me as a leader within this movement and that's exactly what I wanted and it made international headlines mm. as we can see. Can I just say, uh, just in terms of media-wise, right? I love how the way the media plays, even though you're trying... Look, whether I believe in what you do or don't, um, the matter of the fact is it that you're one of those type of people who are trying to find the truth and then what media does is try to spin it off as if you're some crazy ass person. So, like, if you just even look at the first sentence here, right? Um, a revolutionary warrior number one who believes cannabis cures cancer, who was arrested after. Like, what does that have to do with what your protest is about? Straight up, I mean, it's straight off the first line, trying to demonize me, make me look like a left of center or right of center, whatever. Somebody who doesn't follow the orthodoxy. Yeah. So the yeah. So basically, you're putting it outside of the whole box and saying, "Oh, you're a crazy person. Don't listen to this person." You know, um, they may put other things down. You never know from from there. You know. But the good thing is, man, that's true. I am a. What's this from 2017? Who believes cannabis cures cancer? I do believe. And <laughs> in an attempt to demonize and criticize and ostracize me, they're putting my message out there. They're, yeah. they're so dumb. And Gladys is the same, you know what I mean? Like they think if they throw enough mud at me, it's going to stick. But I'm as clean as a whistle. Like yeah, I said. It, didn't, it didn't really age well because now even that article, Daily Telegraph has come out in 2020 and said that there's um, 
cannabis does is help with cancer. So that particular line did not age well. I don't completely agree with you on the whole uh, Anzac Day. I'm a bit of a patriot, even though I'm not from this country. I believe in this country. I believe in this country's culture. I believe that nationalism... um, I believe like multiculture is great. Uh, multiculturalism isn't so much. I believe that every country should have its culture and that culture should be upheld. And if we don't have nationalism and we're all diluted to the same thing, um, everyone is no one. We will eventually get there uh, and it's what it's been pushed for. So I don't completely disagree, like completely agree with, with you here. There's other things that I agree with you on. But um, yeah, no, it takes balls, man, to fucking, I got to give you credit there that it takes fucking balls to go to the center of the fucking Sydney during Anzac Day, during this like minute of silence and do what you did. What was the exact things you said again? The courageous will never be silent as long as these wars continue senseless violence. Stop the wars, bring peace to the world. And See, it's annoying because I agree with that sentiment. So let me clarify yeah. because I've had friends who are veterans and one of our warriors, uh, Diamond Dale, who i got to congratulate on Saturday, we were protesting with him. This man carried 28 kilos of sand on his shoulders for 24 hours to bring attention to and cool. expose the 28 high-profile pedophiles whose names have been suppressed by the Australian government. Much love to you, Diamond Dale. But I, di- I digress. Yeah, Let me go back definitely to this. a digress. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that it existed. I love a good digress. Yeah. <laughs> but, but going back to this, I said, stop the wars, bring peace to the world. Yeah. I was not only referring to the wars that were raging in Afghanistan, Iraq, Yemen, Libya, Somalia, etc. Palestine, yes, that are still going on. But the war against humanity, mm-hmm. the war that the government system is waging against the soldiers. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I fight. I agree I did, with that. I, I did that for the soldiers because they're being used and abused. They are being pushed to do unspeakable things in the name of money yeah. and oil and control. And so many of them suffer horrendous psychological consequences and post-traumatic stress and things that I can't even mention. And people who are veterans have mentioned really mm. insane things to me. And after the the war, the the, the 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 soldiers they don't get taken, they don't look after them afterwards. You know, they oh, now they sort of do now with everyone outside civilians or helping them out with their PTSD stuff. But like before, they didn't. The government hangs them out to dry, man. They're just being used and abused. Yeah, that's a it's a tough one because I agree with that sentiment, man. And I I actually agree with what you said. Um, and it was just I know I know the strategy and I know the impact. Um, and I know that it had to be done during that specific time to have the impact that it had and to get the message across. Um, yeah obviously I support patriots and I support our soldiers and I support defense. I don't support illegal wars. Um, so yeah, we can, we can find common ground there. And I guess, yeah, you, you explained your side of that particular item. I guess it's time to get into digital streets. The number one segment, uh, you guys love and let's do it. Three, two, one. 
so in this segment, my bro, we uh, pull up trending news. Uh, we don't bring news to people because I know they freak out when you try and you know have a voice on something. So we react to what's the most trending items on news. And it, generally we pick about five uh, categories. Um, and I sit here with you, our, our amazing producers, pick the, pick the news segments um, that are trending and I sit with you and I react with you on it. And then at the end of it, we give a yay, we agree with that, or a yikes, we don't agree with it whatsoever. Uh, so Digital Street... Take one. What do we got, lads? We made it to Mars, boys. Oh, yeah, we made it to Mars. It's taken. It's taken a while, but it's yeah. We've we've had two two orbiter rovers land. So what's Mars. the what's the title go up for a sec? All right, so three. Three, space three spacecraft carrying robotic explorers to arrive on Mars in less than two weeks apart. Robotic explorers. Okay. Millions of miles through space, apparently, since last summer. So it's only been a year, apparently. So the United Arab Emirates orbiter reaches Mars on Tuesday, followed less than 24 hours later by China's orbit rover Combo. NASA's rover, the Cosmic Caboose. 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 Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll arrive on the scene a week later on February 18th. So first United Emirates are getting there, then China's getting there, and then NASA's getting there. What the fuck is going on with that? It's a bit weird. So they're obviously unmanned. Yeah. Um, there's, yeah. No, there's no people on it. But, um, yeah, these are going to obviously do some tests and send back various things and it's – a critical first step to us obviously getting getting there as, as people. Do you know what do you know what is really like mind blowing to me? Like obviously we had a podcast a little a little while ago where my, my co host uh, is Lyle um and we had a podcast a little while ago that I got so much flack on, dude. And it's it's not like my fight is small businesses and censorship. And we touched on pro-life and pro-choice and I was pro-life and <laughs> was the- Lyle was pro-choice <laughs> and, uh, and uh, bro, I just got smashed at the end of it. But do you know, like, do you know what trips me up? If we're, if we go to space, what are we looking for? We're looking for life bacteria. Yeah. yeah. If we're to find bacteria, what is that? We have found life. life. Bacteria is a living thing, correct? So, what are we talking about here? Well, you I know guess, what I mean. I guess we're talking about the point. Uh, if you want to get back into the abortion, yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to put that point across that a well, little tiny bacteria is a, considered as life. I just got yeah. what you meant. That's that's very clever. That's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna use that one. Yeah, but, like but, it, but, like so you're saying like a cell that means a cell is life. Is that what yeah, you're saying? It's yeah, it's like if we go to outer space, we're looking for bacterias to show that we have life outside of Earth. So it's what bacteria would would show is like a basic unit of life, right? Like it's not I think the point he's making is that they're spending all this money going to find this bacteria to find life when they're killing <laughs> people here. That is true. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Essentially. And um, but yeah, this is this is interesting. I did see Elon uh, Musk tweet out that uh, he uh, 
if if he if he puts if SpaceX puts a man on Mars, there's what is it? He's he can colonize Mars, or that it's not it's outside of any government um, thing. So SpaceX would own Mars is essentially what Elon Musk tweeted out, which I don't completely understand at all. But we're um, still writing the laws of these things, right? We're still yeah, this is brand new territory. Do you believe in laws at all? <laughs> I believe in. Oh, it's a fair question. What I are you know, laughing for? It's weird because I, I said something earlier today and it's come up again. I believe uh, in. <coughs> I believe in natural law. Like natural law. You reap what you sow. When you do good things, good things return to you. That's the law of the universe. When you plant corn, you're going to get corn. If you plant mangoes, you're going to get mangoes. I don't believe in any law imposed upon the people by a government that's enforced by violence. Like, I don't agree with any law, for example, taxation, where the government can steal 50% of your money Mm. and lock you up if you don't pay them. That's just extortion. Mm. But about this. Yeah. Mars doesn't exist. Hold on, bro. Hold on. Nah. Come on, bro. What, what, what is you talking about right now? What do you mean Mars don't exist? Like even flat earthers believe that Mars exists. Don't they? Well, no. Okay. Because- Run, run me through. Run me through. Anything you've seen, any pictures you've seen of Mars yeah. are just digital- Digital compositions. Digital compositions. Yeah, dig- yeah, yeah. Digitally made up. And the there was the <laughs> Eddie Straight Bravo. Up. Eddie Look Bravo. into it, bro. Look into it. I love that. That's <laughs> that yeah, it should be on a shirt period. And um if you zoom into Mars or Mercury or Saturn or any of these ne- uh, planets with a very high powered telescope or a Nikon camera, you can see they're not really gaseous balls. They are just some strange lights and they're spending billions of dollars to go to Mars while people are dying. Elon Musk, I don't know if you saw the video of Elon Musk sending a car up into space. I did. That was pr- complete Com- bullshit. Complete garbage. No stars in space, whatever. The uh, moon landing supposedly in 1969 never happened. Complete inconsistencies there. And I don't know what shape the Earth is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be flat. could be anything. But it's definitely uh, not a ball spinning through space. Yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson thinks it's a pear. Yeah, he thinks it's a pear or an oblate spheroid. Yeah. But this guy's just a massive shill for the government. It's designed to... That's true. There's no stars. No stars. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you look up this... Oh, that was live as well. What? No yeah, so way. Where the, so where are the stars? There's a, there's they're gonna a little have, bit. They're going to have bit. some excuse. Like They might have, um, you know put some stars in the background, but it's a complete fraud. Every shuttle that you see go up, it just comes back down to earth. I know that they do the whole side thing, but you don't reckon any of them reach space? None of them. There's never been any experiment ever in history to prove that the earth is moving or that the earth is spinning or anything like that. Can I ask a question? Of course, it's okay. your show. And that's on my show. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. a boy show. <laughs> it's our uh, show, lad. It's yeah. our show. All of us. I'm big Israel at the moment. Take it over. Um, <laughs> so, um, if you had a, if you had a, uh, let's say, if you had a, had a, uh, a space shuttle or a, or a car, for example, 
right now, in front of us right now, okay? And he went all the way to the top, all the way, ab- above atmosphere, okay. all the way, all yeah. the way. And then just went straight and yeah. straight. Yeah. Why doesn't it go out of the atmosphere? Wait, hold on. Why doesn't it go out of our so if you're around, universe yeah, or yeah. atmosphere? If you're around. Yeah. Okay. If see that's our car out there, it comes all the way up and it goes straight. Why doesn't it come out somewhere else? You make an excellent point. That's this, it's a very uh, yeah. one of the basic flat Earth proofs. If a yeah. plane a plane would constantly have to point the nose downwards so it just doesn't go off into space. You know what I mean? It doesn't fly straight off into space if the Earth was a globe. I don't want to get too much into that. Goes into gravity and everything like that. Yeah. Gravity uh, doesn't exist. Either. Yeah, no, it's density and everything like that. Um, yeah, we don't want to get too much into <laughs> yeah, Elon, this. Elon Musk <laughs> is, is a fraud, wants to put brain chips into people, thinking he's going to colonize Mars. I'm sick of these stupid nerds thinking they're going to run the world and telling us how to live our lives, wasting all these resources while people are starving. It makes me sick, man. I've got a new word for you. Neek. Neek. These neeks. It's a internet term. It's a geek and nerd put together. Oh, that's cool. Uh, these neeks. Yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, that's, these, there's a new term for you. <laughs> these chicken neck neeks <laughs> are going down. Bro, I'm enabling. I don't like this. Hey, I, I, got <laughs> the, I got the peaks for my neeks. <laughs> right here. Oh, Bill shit. Gates, Elon Musk, I challenge you to a two-on-one oh, jujitsu tournament. Oh, yeah. You two versus me. Oh, yeah, actually, I'll get in there. I'll, I'll back you. I'll back you. Yeah. I'll back you. Fuck it. So, boys, yay or yikes? Um, Double yikes. This is going to be a... Yeah, it's going to be a yay from me, all right? There's, it's the first time I don't see the US being the first out of space. Um, I didn't even know the Emirates had a fucking spacecraft that they're could go to- the shisha there. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they smashed the shisha <laughs> so hard that they can get to Mars now. It's funny though. I was smoking mad dubs yeah. in Egypt with my cousins like 20 years ago. Yeah. And um, the name in the Arabic language for a- Fat joint is uh, saruch, which saruch. is oh, yeah, you can say it, mm. which is rocket. <laughs> yeah, really, because it'll take you to the moon <laughs> if the moon existed. <laughs> Hold on, bro, you just throw out these big. You're telling me that you don't believe the moon exists? Well, I'd like to visit the moon on a rocket ship, ship. high in the air. Legend. I would like to visit the moon, but. Mm. For real, I don't think the moon is even there. Uh, so you reckon it's a full Truman Show? A Truman Show is an example of the world that we live in, I think. In many of the religious texts, it talks about the four corners of the earth and the firmament. And Yeah, I do know that. And I do know that, uh, you know, round earth has been a – it's only come around in the last 100 or 200 years. A little bit so on earth. It's the, three four hundred with Copernicus. Yeah, so it's the first. It's actually the the earliest theory is around Earth. Uh, yeah, I I get that aspect of things, but you, I don't think it's like it can't be that elaborate that the moon isn't there. It's dude. that it's that level of insanity that we're living in. Where do you reckon what, what we think are 
celestial bodies up in the sky are kind of projections on some kind of dome. It's crazy, man. But this, I remember- going, I've had a bit of wine. I need some joint for that oh, one. Oh, bro. I need a joint for that one, my guy. I, I uh, remember <laughs> going deep on this a couple of years ago. Yeah. But- I came, I did a lot of research and, you know, I think it's flat now. It looks to me like it's flat. It's definitely mm -hmm. not round and de we're definitely not spinning through space. But I don't talk about this to anyone. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't care about this. Yeah. It doesn't matter if the earth is round or flat or an oblate spheroid or a hexagon. What matters is the shape that it's in. And we're in terrible shape because the government's screwing everybody. So yeah. that's kind of a red herring to the whole flat earth movement. And people get so obsessed. Oh, it's flat. I get I, I get completely care. what you mean when you say that because there's people that will like might suddenly get drawn to this aspect of the conversation and then and then sort of have you inside this aspect of the conversation just like they had fucking me in the whole pro life thing. I just gave my two cents. I yeah. don't think there should be any laws regarding that. I just think cultures itself should regard a life as higher than they do. And I think Absolutely. everyone should look to have a child, but it's not my fucking fight. I'm not here advocating for straight laws and regulations and abortion should go out the window. I'm just saying this is my perspective on this and people just try to pigeonhole on those things. So when you say that, I understand that you, it's not your fight, this whole like yeah. universe and flat earth and everything. So yeah, this is a yay from me and a yikes. Yikes. What else we got, my bros? What else we got? It's uh, a dude that injected himself with magic mushrooms and then the fungi started growing in his blood, which put him into organ failure. All right. First of all, this is January 13th, so we should have had a February 1, but no, that's fucking interesting. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about this. So I know that. Um, so what, what actually happened here? I don't understand it fully. So a 30-year-old man with bipolar disorder injected himself with magic mushrooms, which contained the psychedelic drug, I can't even say that. Psilocybin. In yeah. a failed attempt to uh, attempt at a trip. <laughs> All right. Psychedelic mushrooms are meant to be eaten or, or drunk, not injected. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing. The mushrooms grew in... In the man's bloodstream and caused his body to go into organ failure. He's being treated with long, long-term use of antifungals and antibiotics. Okay, so a man experienced organ failure, returning psychedelic mushrooms into tea that he injected into his veins. So essentially, he got psilocybin mushrooms, grounded it up, made it into a tea, and then injected it into his veins. Why didn't he just drink it? Yeah, he should have just drank the tea. <laughs> he went one step too far, man. <laughs> Why didn't he just Ma drink? This just adds to my point that people should not inject themselves with anything. True. Vaccines, True. mushies, no needles for me. Jeez. No. Hey, that's that's a fear. So, yeah, no, that's, um, that, is, that is wild. Why would you inject mushrooms? I think this dude was on a mad bender and he thought this is the next level. <laughs> I think he was actually trying to self-medicate himself. Because Wait, he was, what? He was trying to self-medicate. Bipolar. Bipolar oh, disorder. Yeah. He, he thought that by 
I think by injecting it, he upped the potency, and yeah. then he, uh, yeah, obviously didn't realize the reaction it could have. Because mushrooms are actually are like that. So all mushrooms, ayahuasca, DMT, um, LSD, even even MDMA. LSD, MD, not MDMA, uh, more weed to a slight thing. So all these drugs makes your entire body go internally where like speed MDMA cocaine and all of that shit makes you external and it's the worst thing for you. But these things internal can um, manipulate the, the hard wire of your brain. So there are people that have particular conditions and particular issues that then have LSD or have DMT or go on an ayahuasca trip that they completely changed their lives. There was a massive businessman that is, he was just one of the one percenters in the U S and he went to Peru and he did ayahuasca changed his existence. The guy like sold everything, but kept a slight bit of the business. So he didn't, didn't completely kill his capitalism. Mm -hmm. And then what he did was he created a um, uh, he got shamans and created a whole retreat in Peru and his life is now ayahuasca. Oh wow! And to show other people how to do so these these things rewire you internally because it's an inner drug, especially for PTSD and things like that, right? Yes, anxiety and everything like that. So I understand what he was trying to do. It's just yeah, don't inject. That's that's not, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not natural. <laughs> that's, that's wisdom, right there, man. <laughs> oh man, nah, yeah, nah. What what are your thoughts on it? That's my thoughts on it. I feel bad for the guy, um, but on a related note, you know, there was this mushroom walked into a bar, said. What? <laughs> where, where are we going here? Mushroom walked into a bar. Okay. Said to the bartender, give me a glass of red wine. Bartender said, yes. Bartender said, no. Oh. You can't drink here. Ooh. Mushroom says, why not? Why? I'm a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I That's for my old man. Uh, <laughs> I love you, man. Uh, <laughs> Your your well, your new uncle, your newly uh, uncle, so that you can use that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, so good, so good. Yeah, this is a yikes from me, man. Yeah, yikes. Public Pop service announcement: Please don't inject any mushrooms. Please yeah. don't inject anything, <laughs> or don't let anyone inject you with anything. <laughs> I'm I'm look look. D that's one perspective. My perspective is like vaccines can be good this one do a little research that's that's my thoughts like mate i've been vaccinated like i got that there and i've got that there See, these are sheep. from brazil from brazil and um to be fair i do think i have a bit of add and autism but <laughs> but i did get vaccinated and um uh, uh, i don't really i don't really understand why brazilians um needles are like bullet wounds to like your the same arms. in egypt man yeah, yeah. a lot of the third world country yeah. and third world countries people have, have it yeah. yeah why do all of us third we world all have it oh you got it too why do us all us third world country people have that <laughs> how it was back in the day <laughs> it's, it's fucking it's, weird that's hey? how you know you're born an, there it's an injury man like 
it's an injury. It's yeah. a, that's why you have a scar because the site where they injected you with these heavy metals, it killed a lot of that tissue. That's hectic. I never understood why that was the case. Yeah, that's weird. Um, I'll give this. So yes, in 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 terms of what I'm saying is that I think some vaccines are good for you, but. Obviously, we can have points of disagreements and we can discuss it. Yeah. That's why not fucking censorship on people and kick them off fucking platforms. Let people discuss and talk about things so they can have a better understanding. Sorry. I agree, man, for real. That's why we're here. And I appreciate you allowing the people to make their own minds up. 100%. 100%. All right. What else we got, lads? So still on the topic of vaccines, guys, we can't get away from it, but um, Palestinians have been excluded from the Israeli COVID vaccine rollout. Wait, what? jabs go to settlers. Sorry, what, dude? So Israel is going around vaccinating their own population and they're, and they're not letting um, the Palestinians have, have any of the, the, the COVID vaccine. Sorry, so you're saying that Israel has the COVID vaccine but they're not going to give it to Palestine. Yeah, that's right. Why is that surprising to you? I don't understand. Well, it's surprising to me, dude, because like I understand Israel hate Palestine, but if... Do you know how deep that hate is? Yeah, I understand. But like as... Okay, so actually you'd be a great person to answer this. If vaccines are completely bad and these vaccines are bad, why would Israel say, Palestine, you guys can't have it? This is the same thing happening all over the world. There are reports of people having to line up to get their vaccines, people having to make bookings, certain groups getting them before others. It's to paint the vaccines as being very desirable okay okay it's to it's a massive mind destroying operation to get people to say oh wow these people are getting excluded it must be good we better go get the vaccine while we still have the chance you know it's that level of psychological bastardry it's a good point but it's just like starbucks when they what they did their little market strategy which was they increased their prices and people thought, oh the coffee must be good because they increase the prices so the people start, started buying more of it yeah so the same thing here i think this is a massive i guess double cross but i if that's your argument yeah so israel is celebrating an impressive record-setting vaccination drive having given initial jabs of coronavirus shots to more than a tenth of the population, but Palestinians in the Israeli-occupied West Bank and Gaza can only watch and wait. As the world ramps up, what is already on track to become a highly unequal unequal vaccination punch, with people in richer nations first to be inoculated, the situation in Israel and Palestine Territories provide a stark example of the divide. I, I might start need it wearing fucking glasses. Yeah, nah, what you, were you, you saying, you Fatty? Get to, uh, zoom it in. Yeah, I know. Like, like, geez, man, um, it's so small, lads. I will say this. I guess it's the question of: Do Israel hate Palestine less than they hate their pro-vaccine agenda? That makes sense. It, it it does make sense. So you're you're asking essentially is um does Israel hate 
if the vax okay so you're asking from the perspective that if the vaccines are bad do israeli government hate its people more than Correct. palestine to then <clears throat> inject its people with this vaccine that is bad rather than invest rather than just going and saying all right palestine actually you get it first and we'll give it to you as some peace treaty to sort of could be that or yeah. you know yeah like just to just in terms of what's going on and everything like that and what each every side is saying they could say this is a peace treaty for you and you guys can get vaccinated before our people if the vaccines are bad i would have thought at the very least as a test as a test or something imagine this this headline read israeli vaccination rollout will go to palestinians before israeli citizens wouldn't that make you think oh this vaccine must be bad because they're giving it to their mortal enemy for thousands of years true but you read this and you're inspired with confidence man this vaccine must be so good, good that they're not even giving it to those dirty palestinians they're keeping them all for he, themselves he, here's another question though that's true Is, i don't know if another country loves its own people more than israel True. That's a good point. That's a very good point. They say that they love their people, but they don't love their people at all. The people of Israel are being used and abused like everyone else around the world. And Israel, the Zionist regime, is a massive part of what's going on around the world. But I would say the Zionist <clears throat> regime uh, love each other very well. They need to. They need to. They, they need to exist. Like Benjamin Netanyahu and his crew. They have no concern for the average Israeli on the street, you know, selling falafel or whatever they sell. And I'm, sure, I'm sure they sell falafel there too. That's, that's Definitely. It's right next to yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they must sell falafel, yeah. bro, 100%. They, 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 when you go there, they know, they tell you it's it's a Jewish food. Straight yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 They've been trying to steal that shit for generations. They were eating that shit on the way from, you know, from Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> They're definitely a lurking- uh, They brought it out of Egypt. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> You and I know this joke. Yeah. Oh, these two are trying to steal falafels now. <laughs> the, the Brazilian made it. Fuck it. Let's oh, take it. <laughs> you guys own churrasco, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. That used to be my favorite. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, no, this is, um, yeah, as um, I can understand your perspective. Your perspective is like, if we say that all these Israelis, because people love, you know, the Israel government seem to love their people so much. If they're giving it to the people, it gives the vaccine more credibility. Just like uh, Obama and um, Obama, Bush, and someone else that came out and was like, "We're going to be the first ones to take the vaccines." Yeah, and, and they don't um, even—they got the cap still on the knee. That pisses me off. Why is it like that? Because it's poison. They would never take it in reality. If even even the needle goes in, it's going to be like a saline solution. But they would never allow themselves or their children to cop this stuff because they know the effects it has. Like every single vaccine in history has caused an injury of some sorts. Like you don't get smarter, you don't get stronger, you don't get a better immune system from taking these vaccines. Every uh, injection of heavy metals is injurious. It's deleterious on many levels. Mm. Like you and me, we'd be much smarter if we didn't get vaccinated. I wouldn't have... Cross mm. eyes, you know what I mean? I wouldn't have to wear contact lenses. I probably lenses. wouldn't bounce off the walls and be so ADD. Maybe so, man. I you know, know what I mean? Like we all have different... Uh, reactions. Reactions. 
Yeah. Well, I guess uh, now that there's been such a big anti-vaxxing movement in the last, let's say, 30 years, it's really ramped up. Um, I guess we still kind of have the evidence now, right? Like, Do you know the good we, thing? We have a lot of people that yeah. are not vaccinated to check this, maybe. Yeah, know? and you know the the actual good thing about this entire um, uh, wokeness, even though I hate using that fucking term, is like, it, first of all, it blows my mind that someone with a syringe can come near you and you go, what's in that syringe? And you're considered a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, man. That fucking blows my mind. You're about to put something in my body. Can I at least know what the fuck is in it? So that, that first of all, that fucking is insane to me. And second of all, at least what this, uh, I guess anti-vaccination campaign from one side is doing is at least saying what are in vaccines yeah. like what is in this that you're putting in my body what are the exact compounds that are in this so then we can actually research these exact compounds and understand the levels the reactions the benefits the negatives and that's how it should be it really should be like this is a vaccine this is the compounds of this vaccine. This is the studies exactly to what goes on, like what is the reactional effects of each compound and what is the positive effects of each compound and what is the what is the effects with this blood type, this blood type, this human type, this cultural type. All of that should be common fucking knowledge. I will say this. Right? publicly available if you want to see it but i think the thing that limits us is the fact that the average smoking joe yep average joe like you and i yeah uh you know the science literacy that you need to understand these things is quite high and even doctors you know you have immunologists and Mm -hmm. people that study these things even to a specialist degree so even a doctor won't comment on something like that is a specialist sort of role and yeah for the, for us to understand it it's almost like we have to put a high degree of trust in someone that does know and that's honest, where man, the issue is it's like there's I, a leap I, of faith there i agree with you but specifically like aluminium and mercury are toxic like pig viruses and chicken viruses and monkey viruses should not be injected into my body like uh, going back to the pro-life matter yeah these vaccines are made from aborted fetuses that's how they are grown in the lab it's documented like this is wait what elaborate on that you said that before but i don't know like what do you mean a vaccine is made from an aborted fetus it's such a like massive statement yeah that i don't under could you please just look that up while he explains it many vaccines use cell lines that are extracted from babies that have been aborted and they use that as the like building blocks to build up these viruses within the vaccines. And this is documented. It's clear. It's uh, even on the vaccine inserts. It says these come from this certain cell line from these certain babies. So it's the cell lines that you trace down and it traces to fetuses? To fetuses, yeah. They're chopping up babies and they're injecting them back into the people. Well, Tom Cruise eats fetuses, so I can't, well, man, you know. <laughs> to, to be honest, man, like the level. Well, he does. It, yeah, know. Scientology. Like that's the essence of Scientology. You have to eat the fetus of your wife. That is the true law. Like, 
What do you, this is, Neil said, is it like we're channel 10 and we can't say that on live no, no, no. on air? Bro, said, we're completely independent. No, no. I said, is it in mean, like, I was like, I've never heard that before. That's that's amazing. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Tom Cruise eats placentas. Man, that's a, a known a, fact. A lot of these celebrities. That's not eating a baby. Placenta is different. Uh, uh, <laughs> Many cultures eat placenta. What did I say? Babies. Oh, you said fetus. Fetus. Placenta. Oh. placenta is. Yeah, sorry. Many I mean cultures placenta. eat no, placenta. Right. It's actually good for the uh, baby. You know what? You're right. That I did not mean to say fetus. <laughs> I meant placenta. But man, that, that's a Freudian slip. <laughs> that, that was a Freudian slip because a lot of these Hollywood people and the politicians, not only are they involved in satanic pedophilia and ritual abuse of these children, but it also happens they partake in cannibalism and they hunt these children and this happens they feel it brings them more power you see um lady gaga and jay-z working with uh, mariana abramovich high-level satanists doing things like spirit cooking where they're um like promoting cannibalism to the people and a lot of the times in these music videos they're doing the same thing um there's a recent Katy Perry video where she's like getting chopped up and eating on the eating on the bloody table. Jesus Christ, Joe! God damn it! I love Jay Z, bro. Yeah, well, <laughs> I love Jay Z. Why you? Oh, damn boy, that's his, a, that's his, that's, clo- that's, his clothing mm- brand is Rockefeller, bro. Do you know? Yeah, I do know that. I do know that, and it's it's yeah. I I I understand that, but like, do you? <laughs> Jay Z, uh, he was wearing some clothing like "Do as Thou Wilt." He supports. One of these arch Satanists, Alistair Crowley. I know, yeah, I heard about him. Yeah, so Jay Z, and in his lyrics as well, pushes a lot of these satanic messages. A lot of these groups do Rihanna, and all you know, they're a dime a dozen, and they change as the yeah. season as the seasons go past. Yeah, but they're pushing the sexualization of children. They're pushing cannibalism. They're pushing the transgender bender agenda, and all of these other things. Transgender bender agenda. I made that one up. Yeah. <laughs> and they're pushing all these things that are not wholesome, that are not productive, that are not beneficial to the people in any way, just designed to further cause neuroses and anxiety and depression among the people. And I just wanted to, when you mentioned that Tom Cruise eats fetuses, I'm sure they do eat because they do really disgusting things. Fuck. All right. Um, so, all right. So that one is a. What do we got with? That's a yikes from me. Well, I would say if the Palestinian people are not being given these vaccines, that's a yay. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, no, nah, I like it. I like it. All right. We think. Uh, I think there's two more left. Um, every, every, if you guys have sticking around and I'm sure you guys have from the introduction you wanted to hear everything uh, this is a long episode but that's fine because it needs to be and we appreciate you guys sticking around with us this long a thousand percent and you know that it's been worth it what else we got teach your children Khabib Nurmagomedov in plea to change society as UFC champ mourns killing of former head of village in Dagestan. Go down a bit. So Khabib Nurmagomedov has quoted a war poem. Wow. 
and called for societal change following the killing of former head of Dagestan village. While UFC fighters uh, Timur Valiev and Islam Makachev have voiced their grief at the news, government officials confirmed that uh, Klapanov, the former head of village of Nukov. Novokuli was killed over a report uh, a reported land dispute as part of an initial incite incident that led to hundreds of people taking to the streets shown in footage shared by the Ministry of Eternal Affairs in Dagestan on Sun. The report said that 36 shots were fired at what? Kapanov and the ministry announced that more than 130 police officers had been deployed to ensure public order and prevented escalation of the conflict. Can you please play that video? Yep. Oh, it just shows the police there and everything like that. So go down. I want to hear what Khabib said. So this is when he just died. Oh, there we go. So, quote, Many people write to me to comment on the latest events in Dagestan. Namagabav added to his following in more than 27 million on Instagram. Everything related to murder, garbage, and other similar events that occur in our republic almost every day. And Namagamedov says, Raise your children. Teach them. Show them the right example so that they grow up healthy, smart, and worthy. Maybe they will change the situation in which we live. I've been seeing that lately. Everyone seems to be uh, teaching everyone in homeschool at the minute. Go up a little bit. Uh, down a little bit. Down a little bit, sorry. Only educated and well-mannered people who have the right values can change society, Khabib says. We have a great grief. We have lost a worthy son of our people. So Khabib put this out, but it's a war poem that has been written, which, which are these particular words. And I have heard that a lot of people have been homeschooled lately, um, and I don't know why. What are your thoughts on it, Joe? I definitely agree wholeheartedly with that quote. Teach your children well to have honour and integrity to be healthy and smart and strong. Yeah, I, that, could I be, that. that could be one of my daily motivational memes. Like it's, uh, I think Khabib is a great example of uh, discipline and respect and manners and he's a great uh, spokesman for his religion and for his country. Yeah, uh, I can't agree with this quote anymore. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, man. This is a massive uh, yay for me. Yeah, straight up. Uh, but uh, yay on the quote, shame on the killing, of course. Yes, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. All right, final one. What do we have, my brothers? Okay, so this is a tweet uh, from Rihanna. So at the moment, there's some. There's some... Um, Rian who? Uh, Rihanna. Rihanna. Rihanna, okay. whatever. I don't care about that. Rihanna. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> so she, po she tweeted, uh, we aren't, why aren't we talking about this, the farmer protest in India at the moment? I love... Oh, first of all, I just love that in this show, we got Rihanna's name wrong. 
and like you just said, I don't care. Yeah. Like well, that is so- absolutely fantastic that it just shows that like in terms of entertainment and high level pop culture, we don't even, we're not in that shit. We're in <laughs> some real shit, but yeah, fair enough. All right. What's happened to my bro. So basically he, she, she's made a comment about this and, and people are uh, upset that she's interfering in our, um, oh, sorry, in India's um, matters, issues and stuff. So there's some farmers uh, regulations, which, which, oh, sorry, the government of India, um, yep. the prime minister at the moment is Narendra Modi, has deregulated the market. So now that big corporations can come in and 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 buy the crops, whatever. And as, as a, before that, uh, um, the government had um, given subsidies to farmers. Yeah. Right. So the crops, they could even if they ha- didn't have crops, the, the government will support them. Now they've taken that out of, out of the situation. So now that they're on their own. And the thing is now in India, I think it's like 6% of the GDP is farming now. And most Neil, what's, what's, what's your background for listeners? So then we can have... Uh, I'm Australian. There we go. So he doesn't know anything about <laughs> fucking <laughs> culture. <laughs> what? My name is Neil. I wanted to get a more legitimate, but no, that's fair enough. You know what? I'm about nationalism and you know what? That fair enough fits in. Well, if you want me to be a strong, I can. No, 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 that's fine. So yeah. it's in terms of it's what's going on with Indian farmers at the minute is what Rihanna is talking about. And why aren't we talking about this? Is well, basically she's tweet. poking her nose in, in, in business that she um, doesn't have anything to do with it. And some people are upset about it. And some people are saying thanks for sticking up to uh, sticking up for us. Yeah. Which is a good thing in a way. Like, you know, people are noticing that and. And a lot of uh, conservative Hindus would probably say, don't butt in our business, which is completely wrong because what is happening in India at the moment with the farmers mm. is disgusting. Because at the moment, there's a, a, a huge high suicide rate of farmers in India. So why is that? What What's actually... So uh, uh, you might have just yeah, because cleared G- it up because for some of the listeners, no, but I didn't understand. Okay, because uh, the GDP of yeah. farming has gone down. Okay. Okay, so... Now India is not not reliant reliant so much on, on farming anymore as it used to. So the government had made subsidies that they could survive, but yeah. it's not enough. I mean, they're still poor. You yeah, know? yeah. And yeah, now yeah. they're taking that away, especially from to uh, a region. Now I'm getting to political part of things, which is um, most of them who live there are Sikhs. Yep. Now Narendra Modi. The prime minister is Sikhs were the higher warriors of India, yeah. They wore the um thing on their. It's not about high, higher warrior or anything, but it's 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 a, a religion, yeah. right? Oh, it, it's a religion. Yeah, was, okay. look, there's, there's a whole history on that I could tell you later on. But yep, like, yep. Uh, the thing is that um, they don't consider consider themselves as Hindus or Muslims. Okay, right. Yep. But here's the thing: none of them all comes from a conservative Hindu um, background, mm-hmm. RSS, right? Mm-hmm. So what they want to do is take away power from anyone who's not Sikh. No, who Hindu. are not Hindu. Oh, Hindu. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's just like we have here in Australia. We have conservative Christians, for example. Yeah. Similar story. Yep. Yep. Right. So that's what's happening in India. The farmers are uh, they're getting dealt uh, a bad hand, a really bad hand. So and, and Rihanna's saying 
Rihanna saying that, you know, why are we talking about this? And then after she tweeted that, we had Greta Thumble and Thumberg, rather, and other. F- uh, that little bitch. Yeah, man. Oh, she's Dang. 18. I can call her a little bitch now. I got I got done in earlier episode for calling her a little bitch, but that little bitch is 18, so that's a little bitch. <laughs> by name and by nature, man. Oh. She's, man, like, anyway. Oh, she is a buzzkill, lad. <laughs> yeah, she is. So, anyway, so that, that's what's going on. Yeah, right. Fair enough, fair enough. Oh, yeah, um, and most of the country, like, country people. Can you click on that article that she shared on that tweet so I can see? Is it here? So, uh, no, that, yeah, that one, that one. What is it? India cuts internet around New Delhi as protesting farmers clash with police. When so you have your farmers crashing with clashing with police, for over like eighty years, we built. You should know. You should know from the get go. Like something's wrong. Like, is she protesting the farmers, or is she protesting the fact that they cut the internet? No, she's protesting the fact that. Um, there should be mainstream media um, more uh, looked at this. Like, sure, CNN World has it, but I don't think there's anyone in America, like, media speaking about it. And international media, there's not really anyone talking about it. It's been more social media chatter um, where this this India farmer has, thing has happened. So it's a suppression that has happened. And I think CNN World... Hands were tied and was like, we're a, we're a world media thing, so we sort of have to fucking speak about it. And then she has something to share on it and put her two cents on. But it's a it's a massive issue in India right now that generally international medias aren't speaking about. So that's why she's taking that particular stance mm. on the issue. A 48-hour internet shutdown has been imposed in three other areas in around Delhi borders late on Friday. So, man, yeah, they're taking away the internet. That's know. fucking. That's for me. <laughs> so this for me, is, that's a massive yikes. But dude. this is what I'm an internet guy. Yeah, well, like well, you know, for me, there are multiple layers to this. Number one, Rihanna is a satanic super mm. skank mm. and I, <laughs> I got no time for rihanna mm. um but bro umbrella that was a good song under umbrella yeah. that was a terrible Ella, song Ella. <laughs> <laughs> can i can i just say i can just say that your your when, when you when you it when you're thinking song. when you when you're thinking and someone mentions a certain name you think of the the overall aspect or the intentions who of these who people the person are, are. Especially if yours, it's like you're showing me, you're showing us all, all this glitz and glamour. But what, what are you inside? And I feel like every time in this show we've spoken about something, you have looked into what are you really trying to say? Yeah, all these people have an agenda, and it's to further the main government's agenda. But I'll say, even though she's a skank and she's pushing the enemy's line, she, I support her right to free speech, and everybody has the right to free speech. On another level. Do you agree with her message? Uh, well, this Go back to her tweet? Well, yes, I, I do agree with her message in this instance because she's saying oh. there should be more attention to these protests. And I agree. Yeah. These protests are also happening in Germany. Farmers are protesting That's all over true. the world because it's much harder to raise crops. It's being done by design. They're being And so many of these uh, farmer suicides in India also off the back of Monsanto 
coming in yeah. with their seeds and putting people out of business. You know what? That's fucking true. Is that that this whole Indian farmers thing is starting to become a world news topic? So where all Germany and everything, all those farmers aren't, and I know about what you're talking about. So just letting you know, last year, 10,000 farmers suicided. That's terrible, man. 10,000. I, I just want to say I'm glad we're, um, this came up because the enemy's next plan on after coronavirus is worldwide food shortages and worldwide famine of biblical proportions. And we're already seeing this with food production being stopped and uh, disrupted by crazy weather all over the United States and Europe. The crops are massively down on what they were last year. Countries are stopping exports. And already we saw last year with the great toilet paper fiasco of 2020. Yeah, that was ridiculous. People are being trained and conditioned to expect rationing in the future. So I just want to say to everybody out there to grow your own food, get as much storable food as you can, because mark my words... There will be tough times in the future, but we're tougher than a $2 steak. Mm. <laughs> oh, steaks are, oh, mate, steaks are way more expensive than the $2, mate. No, what, if, yeah, if, no, if it was $2, uh, cheap steak, it would be rough. Dude, yeah. Like, get the analogy. Yeah, come on, lad. Come on, lad. Nah, 100%. So, but hold on a second. Hold on a second. Do you. <laughs> So you don't reckon there's any like global warming or any fraud. global warming is a massive fraud to bring in the tracking of every unit of energy that we all spend. Look, I don't you I don't look at New South Wales fires last year's global warming because that was arsons. So anyone that tries to place that in global warming, you you're incorrect. It's, it was Arsenal's that first started those, and I know it was terrible, and I understand it was terrible. I donated. I pushed people to donate. I have the shirt in there that says a little koala in the front, all nice and shit, saying that you donated to the firefighters. But so I did that. The, money. the government took it. Yeah, well, I don't hope that, but yeah, I no, understand those, what you're those saying. Funds still haven't been, you know, given out to victims. Yeah, I know the big one hasn't been yeah. given out. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but there was lit smaller community ones that you could donate to and everything like that. Yeah. Um, so I understand those particular fires weren't arsons, but so you don't reckon there is a shift in temperature or there is. there's anything like that? The shift is downwards. Over the course of human history, there have been several mini ice ages and uh, minimums in the past where there's been less solar activity, less solar flares, and this has coincided with cooler temperatures on Earth and the fall of empires because when it gets colder, you can't grow food certain latitudes, the amount of the food decreases and people rise up against their governments. What we're going into, if you can look this up as well, is we're going into the grand solar minimum where the period of the next 50 to 100 years is going to be much cooler temperatures. And this is already causing a massive reduction in the abundance of the crops and how much food is being produced. And that, in fact, this is a whole other kettle of fish, but that is why the government are pushing this coronavirus agenda now to lock down the earth and to control the people before the food shortages really kick in and the people go ballistic. I 
Mm. Mm. Check yeah. out the, the grand solder minimum. And <clears throat> this is from the mainstream media. All right. Can you look that up? But whilst you're looking that up, one one thing that I have to, you know, hit back on, we're not here to fucking agree with each other 24-7. And we have not agreed on some things and agreed on others. But so your prediction, because it's a it's massive to make predictions, yeah. right? So your prediction is that we we have this coronavirus and the next thing is going to be food shortages and after that it's going to be cold weather. Well, the f- cold weather and the food shortages are kind of going hand in hand. Like I don't remember last time I wore track pants like in Sydney in summer, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Don't you think like the summer has been a little bit cold, cool, cooler? Yeah, it like, definitely it, has. I'm not going to lie there. overcast every day. Like, I remember back when I was a kid in Sydney, it's like sunny, hot every day. Like, yeah. Too much. Fucking yeah. too much. <laughs> but the more you look into this grand solar minimum, it seems to be the cycle and it looks like that's what's happening. There are forces from the government doing their best to disrupt farmers and just have these mass- massive corporations. Already they've already got like coals and woolies to put the little grocer, the little butcher out of business. Out, out of business. Yeah. And they want them to be the only option <clears throat> in the future where people already, like we've already done, have to line up outside the stores to get their toilet paper, to get their food. Buddy, did you look this up? What is it? What's it saying? Uh, it, says, okay, it says um, a new 11-year cycle for the, of the sun has begun. Science can you put this yep, on this sorry, screen yeah, so, sorry, sorry. so I can see what's going on? My bad. So what is it saying? Yeah, so a new 11-year uh, cycle has begun, uh, has just begun. Scientists believe the sun was at its weakest in 2019 and the last 100 years or so known as a solar minimum. And in 2020 marks the beginning of the 25th cycle. Wow. Yep. So the sun had no spots for around 71% in 2020. Shit. Through blah, blah, blah. blah. Now 77% in 2019. According to, you know. I did see that. Um, I, Do you know the annoying thing that I think? Like once you say Bill Gates, you're, you're speaking conspiracy theories. And that annoys me. But I did see that this this you know the farmer thing that he bought all this land. Yeah. Um. He there are things that he's trying to do to well he came out and said it that it's um trying to block, block suns. The sun. This is suns like Mister Burns level evil, <laughs> literally blocking the sun. And all of us conspiracy theorists yeah, who for decades have I've been pointing that. out the chemtrails in the sky yeah. and we've been told they <laughs> don't exist. They, they do yeah, not yeah, exist. I get now, Bill Gates is working with Harvard University to use stratospheric which they injections, just came out which and is said, chemtrails, yeah. to block the sun. Yeah. To further diminish the amount of food that's being grown and to stop people getting vitamin D to make them sicker. Yeah. I did see that. Like that's that was one of the things. As soon as he bought the farm, it trips me out that he's that guy. Like invested so much in Australia because we're very good at um, replacing cells. So he there was a younger like anything to do with uh, age therapy. Australia is the leader in. So then uh, there was a lot of investment into our science and then he invests into vaccines and now he invests into foods. It's, it's, I don't, it's, it's weird. eh? To me, it's just weird. To me, it's just weird that Bill Gates is the center of this thing, but I don't, 
I don't know, dude. Like, how do you have such a um I have I have a skeptic brain and a critical thinker's brain. So I try and be as skeptic of anything, period. And then I try to research for myself. But I have like friends, family members, like even people that aren't friends that just can come to a conclusion so quick. How do you come to a conclusion that Bill Gates is 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 not like, you know it's, what I mean? It's not a quick decision at all. It's through his actions in the past, paralyzing all these children, seeking control of all of our food, pushing the vaccines everywhere and pushing the digital surveillance with Microsoft of the entire world as well. He's not a good guy. And uh, it's like you said, like you talk about Rihanna, you talk about Jay-Z, these names pop up and I call them out. It's not a quick reaction. Anyone who's working for the mainstream agenda, pushing their agenda forward, obviously Bill Gates, obviously all these Hollywood and music industry puppets, they're on the same side. And even though with Rihanna, like that might've been a double cross, you know, putting that out there. Mm-hmm can be confusing. It's a very confusing thing we're dealing with. But these are bad people because of their association with this evil force that is the government. And by their deeds, you shall know them. And by, yeah. the, by the company they keep, you shall know them. And mm. I know these people, especially Bill Gates, is no good. Once again, if you're out there, Billy Boy, I'd like to challenge you to a one-on-one <laughs> jujitsu match. <laughs> no holds barred. <laughs> It would be my pleasure, man. Hey, I support Can it. you just I'll, imagine Bill Gates I'll turns out to be a black belt? I'll <laughs> commentate. I'll commentate. I'll commentate. I'm Please. there. I'm there. All right, man. This is a yikes. Uh, this is a yay for me. The Rihanna thing. She's bringing light to the uh, Indian farmers and the Indian farmers do need more light um, because, yeah, they're getting absolutely decimated. So in terms of Rihanna tweeting that out, um, yeah, I, I, that's a yay for me personally. I'll give her a yay as well. And if she's starting to wake up, they might get rid of her soon. Cause that's usually what <laughs> happens. You know what I mean? People start exposing the government thing like Michael Jackson. Oh yeah. That was a massive one. Yeah. Get rid of him. Yeah. All right. We are, we, yeah, this has been a very long episode, but it's been worth it and it's been worthy and you've, I'm sure you guys got a lot out of it. Um, and was there anything else that you wanted to leave them with, my brother, before I let you go? Like, honestly, we could talk about different topics yeah, for bro. hours, I dude. think we should get blazed before the next one. Yes, <laughs> a thousand percent, a thousand percent. And um, I had a little wine, but it just wasn't enough. We should get blazed <laughs> before the next one. All right, I'll leave the camera to you, my brother, and the audio waves to you. Let them know what you speak of, what you're about, what Save the World Army is actually about versus what the mainstream media has plastered you all over the place. So give your truth on everything. Thank you, brother. And I want to thank you, Diogo and Neil and Fadi for having me, allowing me to speak my mind. It's a beautiful thing. And it's great to discuss things with other people who you might disagree because that's how you learn. That's how you build perspective. Thousand percent. It's when you become arrogant and think you know everything that you lose touch with the people. But I want to reach out to the people. 
in the spirit of love, because I am the general of the Save the World Army. I founded this army 1,611 days ago. I've been an activist since 2001, doing my best to use whatever intelligence, whatever creativity I have to bring awareness to the fact that the people are being decimated. The water, the air, the medicine is being poisoned. People are being killed, kidnapped, tortured systematically by the government. I reach out to these people in the spirit of love and I want to tell you that you're not alone. We have more than 1,400 warriors in our Save the World Army. We're on every single continent. We're in dozens of countries. And what we push is a message of peace. It's a message of truth and freedom and dignity and integrity. We refuse to submit to the government who are using the coronavirus scamdemic as a means to bring about their new world order cashless society, mark of the beast, digital death grid. Man, they're going to, they want to kill more than 90% of the people on the earth, like it says on the Georgia Guidestones. We're not going down without a fight. I got something inside me that stops me from submitting. I don't like to submit even on the mat. <laughs> I've been injured in the past because I, I made that mistake. But the people should know that there are so many of us who just want to live free. We don't want to be taxed. We don't want to be poisoned. We don't want to be locked down. We don't want to be followed around, temperature guns pointed at our heads. We want to live a free life and we want our families to live in peace and freedom. And we're going to do whatever it takes, no matter what, to stand up against this evil system. And they're going to do their best to take us out. But the people will prevail. And I'll leave you with one thing. I always say it and my whole crew and my teammates say it. It's good vibes save lives. And to all the people out there going through anxiety, depression, heartache, feeling bad about themselves, I want you to lift your heads up and I want you to know that you have incredible power and you have talents within you. Don't let the system get you down. Realize your incredible potential and realize that you can fight back and be a real role model be a hero, be a leader for your family so your grandkids can talk about how granddad back in the day stood up against the new world order and helped to set the people free. So I'd like to thank you once again, my man, and much love to all of you. And I just want to send my power to the people because the people have the power. 20th of February, millions march against mandatory vaccinations in Sydney and all around the country. February 23, I'm going to court. Check me out, the Save the World Army, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, MySpace, still. <laughs> we're all over that. I just want to continue to expand. And if you want to join the Save the World Army, hit me up. It's all about the love because love will lead us to liberty. I can't argue with that last statement. That is a thousand percent true. Love will lead us to liberty. And I like a thousand percent agree with that last statement and also i just want to leave you guys with if you don't agree with your neighbor don't shun him out go have a chat to him and give your perspective and listen to his perspective and also decide what the it is at the end and try to explain what you have come to from understanding the conversation and that's the only way that we can move forward as a society globally.
Thank you so much for coming on, my brother. It's been a pleasure. My pleasure, brother. Thank you again. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Right. Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah.